Hey guys, this is Pat from Movements, and you're listening to Spinning Thoughts on Adobe Radio. Welcome to episode 113 of Spinning Thoughts. This is Angelo coming at you and would like to say hello. Hope everybody had a really nice uh, Thanksgiving for those in the states that celebrate. Uh, there, uh, what was that, the 24th or something, 23rd, I don't even remember. It's past, it's gone. Hope everybody had a good time, was safe, had some good food, maybe did something nice for somebody else. Uh, and now it's the holiday season and there's the commercials and everything, so is the season welcome everybody who is here for the midnight premiere on adobe radio every thursday we do this so join on in if you're listening sometime in the future we love you too thanks for being here now this is an exciting episode 113 last week i actually wasn't even hosting it was my first time ever not hosting of 100 and now 13 episodes so it feels good to be back We've got a lot going on, so let's dive into it. I want to say hello to my guest. I've got Patrick from Movements. Patrick, what's up, dude? Hey, man. How's it going? I'm doing well. How, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, did you have a good day? Yeah, it was cool. It was really relaxed. Um, I just hang out with my girlfriend all day. Um, we uh, went and had dinner with, well, we had two, kind of. We had dinner with some family, and then um, we went to... Uh, my manager's house and like went to like a little after party thing over there so it was cool man ate a lot of good food so yeah nice I'm glad to hear it and I mean what was the best thing you had to eat Pat you had two dinners basically dang that's that's a tough question I don't know um I'm like a big creamed corn dude are you okay um yeah I really like creamed corn a lot of people don't like creamed corn um (laughs) but um yeah, my best friend's mom made um, some cream corn at our first our first dinner that we were at, and it was super, super good. And I think that was probably the best thing that I had all day. There you go. You probably don't get a lot of cream corn on tour, right? Oh, no, never. <laughs> all right, so, Pat, we're going to move on here, and I want to talk about something that just kind of happened here in the fall. It's been, honestly, an album that I've been jamming to nonstop. So obviously, we're talking about October 20th of this year. The band dropped its debut full-length album titled Feel Something. It's a banger full of 11 tracks that will keep you wanting more until the album ends and you repeat it all over. So congrats on a very sick release. What's it like to have Feel Something out there for everyone to finally rock out to. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, thank you. I appreciate, um, I appreciate you being so nice about it. Uh, it's cool, man. It's, it's really cool to have music out. Finally, you know, we've been kind of writing the same six songs from our EP for like close to two years now. Um, and we were getting really, really sick of it. So, um, it's good to finally have some new material out and, and really, be able to showcase what um what movements i think 
is and what we've always wanted it to be. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I mean, the reaction has been really great. You know, we just got off tour with Knuckle Puck um, and it was the first tour that we really got to experience, you know, being a, like a direct support act. Um, and that was really neat because like the crowds that we had were, you know, incredible and, and um, you know, some of like the loudest and most interactive crowds that we've ever, um, you know, experienced. And um, it was just, it was a really, really awesome feeling, you know, um, and, it, and it was that way for not only the old songs, but for all the new songs as well, um, which really, really blew our minds. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's been really great so far and we're excited to see you know, where it goes from here. And hopefully we just, you know, continue to grow. And um, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think next year is going to be even, even crazier. 2017 was a great year for a lot of bands. I think in music in general, is just a badass year. There's so many albums that I love, feel something certainly up there. And 2018 is just, man, I could just feel it. There's, there's some bangers already scheduled for 2018 and bands are just not going to let this uh, momentum that they have, including you guys go to waste. It's going to continue really, really stoked on it. So, uh, but everything is so well-deserved Pat on what uh, movements has going on. Very exciting. Now give me some of the general background to feel something. I know the album's been out for, you know, about two months here. You've, you've talked about it, but there's a lot of fans here at spinning thoughts that really dig some of the behind the scenes looks into, you know, creating an album. So, I mean, where was it recorded? Were there any like integral like players that maybe don't get the spotlight that we should know about anything like that? Well, so the record as a whole, I mean, we, we spent like, probably like over a year and a half like writing this record um basically from the time that outgrown things came out um like as soon as as soon as that record dropped like we were writing for the new record um and we and we just kind of put everything that we had into it over that year and a half and um lyrically like i didn't really start writing a whole lot until um like last summer not not the summer that we just had but um the one before that um but i didn't really yeah i I didn't really start writing a lot of my lyrics and and for a minute i was kind of worried because i had sort of run into some writer's block and we had had like you know five or six songs kind of demoed out and ideas that we had for you know for these new songs and what they could be um but i just like couldn't i couldn't bring myself to write anything and i didn't i didn't know why um and it was it was really nerve-wracking because i was like oh my god you know i have this commitment to um not only write an entire full-length record but um you know there's the pressure of outdoing the last record that we put out you know so um it was it was very stressful but once i did start writing i, I think the first song that i wrote for this record was actually full circle and once i got the first one down the rest just started, you know, like coming really naturally, which was great. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was good. The writing process was really healthy, you know, like we all got together and we were really open with one another. We um, tried our best to like really push our boundaries in every way. And it was great because like everybody had a say in what we were doing. You know, there was no sort of sense of like, this is my part and I'm married to it and it needs to stay this way. Like, um, cause I think there was a little bit of that in the EP and 
I think it was good because, you know, I, I'm not a, a drummer, you know, or a bass player, but I can sit there with Austin or Spencer and, and help coach them and, you know, tell them what I think it should sound like. Right. Just like they could sit there and coach me. Like neither of them are really singers, but they can sit there and coach me on what they think I should be doing. And it was this kind of open playing field. And I, I really, really thought that it was um, the way that we should be writing. And I think it's the way that we will continue to write for the rest of our careers. But um yeah, it was awesome. So once we had like, I think like eight or nine songs fully written, maybe closer to 10. Yeah, probably 10 songs like written with lyrics and everything. Um, plus probably five or six, maybe seven more songs that were just completely instrumental that I hadn't written anything to yet. So, you know, close to 20, 20 demos overall. Once we had those all written and ready to kind of, you know, bring to the table, um, you know, we went into record and that was in in February of this year um, out in there's a little city called Conshohocken. It's about 30 minutes outside of Philadelphia. Um, and that's where Will Yip's studio is. And um, we had the pleasure of working with Will again on this record. He produced Outgrown Things as well, but it was a little different on Outgrown Things like we only had like 10 days to record outgrown things, which seems like, you know, enough, but it's actually like, that's like really fast. <laughs> um, yeah. And this time around, this time around, it was still like a little short for like a full length. Like we were there for just short of a month. We were there for like three weeks and some change, like, like five days or something. And uh, like, that's, you know, again, it seems like a lot, but for a full length record, when there's so much that goes into it, like it was still pretty rushed um but um you know we 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 did our our absolute best with the time that we had and um again like even when we were in the studio like it was still very open will would come to us with ideas and we could come to him with ideas and we just tried everything you know just because we wanted to really expand you know what we were doing so um yeah man it it was really great and um we owe a lot to will it's actually kind of funny because I um I wasn't able to like finish recording my vocals in the studio with Will and I thought that was going to be like the end of the world I got like (laughs) I got really really sick when we were there um and I lost my voice oh boy I tried tracking and I just couldn't like I I got through half the songs and I just my voice was done um and I had to actually like wait and it was like so crushing because i was like wow like i've put so much work into this and i've come all the way out to philadelphia to record and we had this you know this amount of time to do this one thing and it's the one thing that i've been looking forward to for over a year and now i can't you know um i I can't deliver and that was heartbreaking um but will was like so um like like still so uh encouraging and And he was like so understanding and like made me feel like, yo, like it's cool, you know, like this sort of thing happens and and would tell me stories about how other vocalists of bands that he's worked with, bands that I've looked up to have gone through very, very similar things. And they've had to, you know, revisit studio time and come back when their voices have healed. And it made me feel like um, just a lot better about the situation. So um, we finished everything else. Uh, we left the studio. I went home. I was home for like a week or so. And then I went into the studio again, but it was a studio in Los Angeles. Um, Will didn't have time uh, to 
finished the vocals for for me because he was actually right after well right after we left citizen came in to record oh wow this record as you please which is my album of the year i absolutely love that record yeah so, it's great so will was busy with citizen at the time and and i was like shoot like what are we gonna do so luckily um friend zach tush he's um just this kid that we know i don't even really remember how we met him he's just this local producer who loves movements and he became one of my best friends um just kind of over the years that we've been a band and um he actually just recorded i don't know if you've heard of them they're, they're a band called eat your heart out they're from australia um they just signed to fearless records but um Anyway, that's beside the point. I'll have to check. So, I'm not familiar, but I'll have to check them out, especially if you're recommending. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm featured on their newest EP. Um, absolutely phenomenal band. Um, awesome. Yeah, they're they're so good. They're just this Australian like. Um, it sounds like it's sort of like a like a kind of like basement sound, but like a little poppier. Um, they have a female singer, and she's awesome. Um, yeah, it's really cool. I definitely recommend checking it out. However, um, so Zach, the guy who produced that EP, um, you know, he kind of came in at the last second and, and really saved our asses. And he was like, Hey, like, I got you. Like, you know, I've, you know, <laughs> he loves Will Yip and has been wanting to work with Will for forever. Um, and he's like, dude, I got you. Like, do not worry. Like, we're going to get you all like squared away. And like, um, we went into this studio, um, in Los Angeles called The Village. And The Village is like like super famous, like so famous. Um, like Lady Gaga records there frequently. Um, John Mayer has a studio there. Um, like oh, every man. every major person you can think of in the music industry has recorded at this at this studio. So that was amazing. We went in there, <laughs> Zach and I, um actually yeah it was it was Zach, myself and my girlfriend for like every we we did night sessions because that was the only time that was available in the studio but literally every night from like 9 p.m until like two or three in the morning for a week we just went in and just did take after take after take after take so i could just have enough takes that will could then work with and then put together later so um it was crazy it was stressful it was like definitely the most insane thing i've ever done i think the most insane thing that any of us in the band have ever done as musicians <laughs> um but we had an amazing time and and i think that you know this record um really uh like i said just showcases what movements can be and and the potential that i think we have for the future um and our growth from where we started um yeah we're just really really proud of it man we're so so proud of it and we're just happy to have it out. So you're all over the place right now, and that's a good thing. And and when this album dropped, from what I was seeing, I mean, you were like charting uh, with Billboard. I, I think you actually hit what number one on Billboard's top new artist. Is that right? Yeah, Dude. yeah, top top new artist on the alternative Billboard. Um, like yeah, section. that that was insane. Like. We, we had a good feeling about it. You know, when we put out, we were like, okay, like, yeah, maybe this could actually like chart somewhere or something. And obviously we're thinking like, we'll be, you know, 99 on 100, you know, like, you know what I mean? And, and so for us to hit um, top new artists was unreal. I think we, we were like pretty high up on the charts for like, um, like album sales, like vinyl, vinyl sales for the week. Um, 
what else was there? We hit like um what, like 190 of the top 200 in the whole world, which like wow <laughs> is insane. Like, yeah. he, like we're 190, which is you know whatever. But but the fact that we are even on the same list as like people like Drake and Rihanna, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> That's unreal. <laughs> that was so. That was so crazy for us. So, oh my god! Uh, yeah, man, that that was a crazy feeling. Crazy feeling. Uh, I could only imagine, and, and like I said earlier, it's all well deserved. It's so crazy to hear from your perspective about all this because, I mean, it really is crazy if you think about it. Top in the top two hundred artists in the world. I mean, I don't give a shit. Top 200 in your state is impressive. Do you know what I mean like to be in the world? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it's it's unreal, man. Uh. It's like it's still hard to believe. <laughs> All right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to actually listen to a track from Feel Something uh, for everybody here and then talk a little bit about it. You down? Cool. Yeah. All right. This is Daylily off the debut full-length Feel Something from Movements. Enjoy. Outside for the first time in a long time Lose yourself sinking to the sunlight It's been a while since you felt right But the warm nights are coming soon and you'll be just fine Just fine You'll be just fine Outside for the first time In a long time You said you can't remember what it's like To feel more than cold on the inside But the sunrise will come again 
So you just finished listening to Daylily off the debut full-length Feel Something from Movements. Now, just a couple weeks ago, the band released uh, a brand new music video for this track, Daylily. Uh, now, what made you guys want to approach this track for this visual medium? Well, I think this track, Daylily, is is probably if if not everybody's in the bands at least like half or three quarters um of of everyone's like favorite song like i i'm pretty sure like we're all in agreement that this is our favorite song on the on the record and i think a lot of people also agree with that um and it's just a song that like is so um like what's what's the word i'm looking for like i guess just it's it it hits you really hard um and impactful there we go yeah like yeah i think i think it's one of those songs that you hear it and you just get it and you, and you can feel it you know which is something that we really wanted to do with this record obviously you know we wanted people not only to hear what we were creating but we wanted them to feel what we're creating and i think that this song really just kind of um just sort of strikes a chord with people and, and really pulls on their heartstrings a little bit um so with that kind of being said and and you know the the sort of feeling that Daylily has and, and um, the reaction obviously that it's been getting, we knew that it needed some sort of visual aid um, just because like, it's such a, it's such a good song and such an impactful song, not to toot my own horn, but yeah, um, that it, it just needed that extra oomph, you know? Um, so we actually, it's kind of crazy. We actually had recorded an entire music video for it um, that we ended up not using like we, oh, we wow. had a whole like a real ass music video like performance based and all this stuff and um yeah we we ended up scrapping it and and actually i don't think that i've really talked about that much at all um yet but we ended up just kind of not it's not that we didn't like it it was a great video but um the vibe just wasn't right. Yeah. You know, it, it wasn't what we wanted for that particular song. Had it been for any other song on the record, it would have absolutely been, you know, beautiful and, and would have been perfect. But for, for that, for Daylily, it just, it just didn't work. And that was a decision that we came to like super last minute. So last minute, like we're really bad about that. We procrastinate <laughs> a lot and, and we, and we do everything at the last minute. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was crazy, but we were like, you know, I think that it needs to be something else, and um, we decided to kind of tackle it ourselves because we were on the road. This was when this was like the first week of um of the Knuckle Puck tour that we just got off of. Yeah, and we were like, what the heck are we gonna do? And we were about to be like going through the Northwest, like Seattle, Portland, that area, and um the the album cover was shot right outside of portland in a little um wilderness park called forest park um and our friend hannah who's the subject of the album cover she's on the whatever like spinning around um <laughs> she it, it was funny because the the actual album shoot itself the album cover shoot itself was super last minute too and we just hit her up like hey i need you to help me out are you down she was like <laughs> okay and then so this time around when it came to the music video we were like yo like we should you know do something that has to do with the album cover and like try and like recreate it in like a in like a visual format like a you know like bring that album cover to life and so we were like okay let's do it 
And again, we hit up Hannah like last minute. We're just like, hey, um, <laughs> you want to help us out again? And she was like, I mean, I can't really say no. So, um, but no, she did. She really, she, she wanted to, and it was, it was totally cool. But um, yeah, it was, it was crazy. We, um, we went out to the same, same exact location that we shot the album cover at. Um, and we wanted to have it be sort of this weird, like ethereal kind of dreamlike sort of video um, that doesn't really necessarily have too much of a storyline it's more of like just uh like a visual concept um and we wanted to like kind of still keep it really like photo based so we decided to do um a video that was entirely stop motion photography like every single it like like even though it plays like a video those are all still images like, dude it was gorgeous the- seriously i loved loved that that was awesome thank you i'm glad i'm really glad you liked it because we've gotten mixed reviews about it some people are like oh, this song's great, but the video is so bad. Like, oh, this video hurts my eyes. Like, oh, uh, I hate that no they way. did this. And like, and it's like, I get that. You know, it's not for everybody. But yeah, we wanted to like, keep true to our roots. And like photography has always been a really big thing for me. And I wanted to like keep that. So um, yeah, so we did stop motion and it was crazy. I think we ended up with like close to like 10,000 photographs just that we took that day. And it was it was insane. Plus, like, we had to gather a bunch of leaves that we spray painted pink yeah. and, um, and all this stuff. Like, it was, it was a wild day. It was a crazy process. But um, I, think, I think it's probably my favorite video that we have uh, out of all the videos that we've ever made. I think that it, it is the one that really um, hits me the most and really makes me feel something because it takes the, the album cover and it brings it to life. And that's exactly what I wanted. If anybody out there hasn't seen this music video yet for Daylily, you should go check it out. It's all over YouTube, the internet, social media, what have you. It's just, like you mentioned, Pat, it's got like that stop motion thing going on. And I just, it was awesome. I mean, it was gorgeous. The aesthetic was there. I think it's it's, it's definitely one of the better videos of 2017. So, uh, again, congrats, my man. You guys are killing it in movements right (laughs) now. Thank you. I appreciate it. So you mentioned this a couple of times. We're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth now. You you just got off tour, an awesome, awesome tour with Knuckle Puck. So uh, you've been on the road for a little while. The The tour is called, what, the um, 2017 USA Tour? I mean, that, that kind of gives you an idea of the scope <laughs> of where y'all were heading. But uh, how was it? I mean, you guys just finished up. Talk to me about the overall experience. Yeah, um, it was honestly like probably the best tour that we have ever been a part of um i like as a band you know like um this tour really started to show us like i think like what we're capable of um like i said before it was the first time that we'd ever been um like a direct support slot um which is really really cool because for so long we've just been opening you know like almost every single tour that we've been a part of we've either been one of four or like two of five or whatever it was you know um so it was really really cool for us to kind of establish our place um as as a band and and really get to see um how our our fan base and our crowds have grown over the last you know two years um yeah, man, it was it was really awesome. Everybody who was a part of that tour um, were really, really 
great. I mean, you know, all of Knuckle Puck are such nice people. All of Home Safe, Safe are honestly like our brothers and stuff. So um, it was great, man. Yeah, we, we had an awesome time. We would absolutely go on tour with both of those bands again. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, we were supposed to go to Europe and unfortunately that got canceled. But, um, you know, we're trying to reschedule and, and see if there's anything to come in the future. But um, overall, it was a great tour and, and uh, we're really, really happy that we did it. So. We'll talk about the cancellation of some of those dates over there in like Europe, uh, the UK here in a moment. But as we continue to drive down memory lane here of this USA tour with Knuckle Puck and Home Safe, like you, those guys are killing it too. Uh, Home yeah. Safe, great, great, great band right there. Uh, so what? Now that like the tour's over, you were gone for a little while. It's the holiday season, you know. People want to be home with their friends and loved ones. I mean, what was like the best part of getting back home after being on the road and just seriously kicking ass and and just working your ass off uh, for for how long? I mean, how did it feel? It, I mean, honestly, like it it's great being home. I I I like being home, but I also um. I don't know. I, I kind of like being on the road a little bit better. Uh, <laughs> I tend to, I tend to get really anxious when I'm home. Um, just because like when you're on the road, like you kind of constantly have a goal and like, yeah. no matter what, like there's always something to do that day. And it kind of like keeps me sort of like going and, and like able to kind of like, I have a tendency to like kind of get stuck in a rut sometimes when I'm like not doing anything. So being on the road really helps with that. Um, when I'm home, it, I, I tend to kind of, you know, I don't, I don't have a job uh, really. Like sometimes I'll go help out at um, uh, like the merch company that handles all of our merch and stuff. Like I'll go help every, a few days a week just yeah. if they need an extra hand, but I don't have like a real job and I don't really have anything to do. Um, <laughs> so, so I spend a lot of time um, kind of doing nothing, which again, kind of causes my anxiety to sort of flare up here and there yeah but um with that being said i mean i have enjoyed being home so far um i think the best part about it was just being able to spend time with my girlfriend and my dog we adopted a dog um when i was on warp tour actually she she fell in love with this dog who was in a shelter and she was like i have to get him and so uh and so she she adopted him what uh, kind of dog He's a mix. Well, we don't really know for sure, but we think he's a mix between a Welsh Springer Spaniel and a Collie. Fancy. Um, but yeah, but since he's a mix, like, or uh, since he's a rescue, like we don't really know. Um, and we could probably do like a, like a some sort of DNA test or something to find out. But well, he's cute, so it doesn't really. Do matter. they have like an Ancestry dot com for dogs that we could like get this little guy signed up on? I doubt it's any. It's any sort of. <laughs> website i think you can go to like a vet veterinarian and have their like blood tested and stuff but hey you what know what man i'll tell i i love dogs i have a, a german shepherd and a husky uh they're lennon and yoko are my dogs and, and i love Cute. them to death but i'll guarantee you that there's people out there you create something like that in ancestry.com for dogs they're doing it you, they want to see if their dogs like are linked to royalty or some famous <laughs> part I'll, t I'll do it i would do it so I'm honestly, yeah, it probably does exist. I haven't looked into it, but it probably does exist. Well, well, well but, uh, hey, if anybody yeah. out there knows of something like this, why don't you let us know on Twitter <laughs> at Spin Thoughts and at Movements CA. Let us know if there's an ancestry for dogs out there, and we'll get uh, what's the what's the pup's name you guys uh, adopted? Then his name is Chance. Chance. So we'll give him a chance. You know, yeah. just to figure out his background, if anybody knows about it. So uh, the tour with Knuckle Puck. Uh, 
I didn't get to see anything on that date, which is a shame. I heard it was amazing. I actually had some friends go to different dates in different cities. So very cool. All right. So for those who don't know, and I don't dive too much into like trending kind of news with this kind of stuff, but it's worth mentioning since we've got Pat here with movement. So knuckle puck recently announced that they're canceling the European and UK like tour of this, uh, that movements was going to be on Joe Taylor of knuckle puck. He released a statement. If you haven't read it, go check it out. It's on the socials. It's everywhere, right? Uh, I'm not going to read it on here, but I do want to touch base on this just from a more broad perspective. So uh, European UK dates they're canceled for December you guys were going to be heading over there what's this mean for movements now uh, in this interim I guess you know it's it's definitely rough um, we were really really I mean not just looking forward to it because we were absolutely looking forward to it and it really broke our hearts um, when uh, knuckle puck you know had to let us know that the tour had been canceled Um it sucks, man. But at the same time, like we are 100% advocates for, um, you know, making sure that, uh, your mental well-being is, is, you know, um, all good. And that, um, you know, we, we believe in taking every step necessary to, um, you know, better your mental health. Uh, and so we completely support knuckle pucks decision. Um, we love them and we love Joe and we just want to see him, um, you know, recover and get better and and that's totally fine you know like we're not going to be like selfish about it and be like oh well you know now we don't get to go do this thing because like you know like that's not us not not at all um we are very understanding and yeah like it's a bummer but you know there will be other tours and um you know this is really important for them and they need to do what's right for them and and joe needs to do what's right for him so um it's all good you know shit happens it's it's a (laughs) truth Um, now it's a, it's a little crazy because we don't really have anything going on as a band until March, which is a little difficult because with our new record coming out, you know, we're on the first, like just starting this record cycle. Right. Uh, we were really kind of, I think, relying a little bit on that overseas push in the beginning so that we could then revisit, you know, all these countries overseas later on next year um and sort of build that way so we are missing out on a little bit of an opportunity there which is okay you know again it's not a big deal um but now we're sort of in this this place where we're like okay how can we make up for this and what are we going to be able to do so that we can still push this record overseas and you know can we reschedule can we get on another tour can we do our own tour like what are we going to do um, and honestly, I don't have an answer for you right now. Yeah. We don't really know. We don't know what we're going to do yet. Yeah. It's still, it's still sort of in the air. Um, but, you know, we're going to we're going to play it by ear. We're going to see what happens. You know, um, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. And um, if this tour, you know, had to be canceled, it had to be canceled. And, and that just to me means that there's going to be something else that comes along and and. Um, you know, that it was the right move for right now. So um, we'll see what happens. You know, it is what it is um, for right now. The only thing that we have officially in the books is um, we have a headliner coming up in March of next year. 
It'll be March and April, full U.S. It's Movement's first he- headliner ever, um, and we're really, really, really excited about it. That's um, awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be great. I don't, I don't know if I can say much about about it and who we're bringing out, but um, it is got, early, so I'm, I'm okay with that. I can respect. Yeah, it. what I can say is we've got three really great bands um, who are also up and comers in our scene. Uh, well. One of them is is very, very new, who I don't think anybody has really heard of yet, which is great for us. Um, and uh, it gives it gives us an opportunity to kind of like showcase a band that we really believe in and that, you know, we just think deserves more recognition. So we're really happy to be bringing them out. And then, yeah, the other two are up and comers in our in our world and um, bands that I think that people have probably, you know, heard or seen, you know, throughout some other tours recently. So. Um, yeah, it'll be it'll be a really good tour. We're really really excited about it. Yeah, and you know everything that happened like with the cancellation of these dates in Europe, UK. Obviously, it sucks, but you gotta respect uh, a human being trying to take care of themselves. You know, people in bands are not machines, and mm-hmm. sometimes, honestly, it's tough to remember that just because of the amazing job that bands like movements does like grinding it out and just making it look like it's glamorous as shit when it's really just (laughs) really, really fucking hard. So, uh, mad respect there. Now, right before we move off this topic, I just want to touch on this, uh, very briefly. I'm not going to read, I want to read just a small, uh, like sentence statement here from what Joe Taylor actually said and then just talk about something real quick. So Joe Taylor said in his statement uh, that we're going through an incredibly tough time in our music community. It is more apparent now than ever that the space any band occupies, including my own should be a safe space for anyone and everyone. So there's a lot of conversation going on right now about uh, like just the, the light on mental health and all this like sexual assault and, uh, God, it's just there's so much going on in the scene right now. Um, what are your thoughts on on all this? I mean, is you being in a band, uh, you got to know like what's happening around you. And it's it, it's got to be tough because it can possibly put a bad light on some of the bands that are doing the right thing. I mean, what are you thinking about all this stuff? Yeah, man, like, honestly, like it sucks and it's it's scary and it's um you know, I think with this this tour in particular, um, you know, I'm, I don't want to get too far into it, but everybody knows what happened and they know that with right. confidence was moved from our tour. Um, and that hit close, you know, like you see these sort of things happening a lot um, or you hear about them happening a lot, but you never like expect it to happen to a tour that you're a part of or to people that you um, have maybe like sort of become friends with. And it's really hard to see um like the people that you almost like trusted like sort of be outed as um really really shitty people yeah and that sucked that really really fucking sucked but um you know ultimately like i think it's better that they be outed than um you know than continue to be able to hurt the people in this community yep. you know um it, it's it's really shitty because um like, you know, a lot of times you don't want to believe that um, people that you uh, are friends with or that you like uh, or the bands that you look up to can do bad things or, or can be bad people. But the reality of the situation is that they can. And um, a lot of times they are. And, um, you know, movements has always prided ourselves on um, being 
you know, showing the utmost respect to our fans and the people who care about us and, um, you know, never abusing that power. Um, and I obviously like I, I speak for myself, but I, I also think that I'm speaking for the rest of my band here. I think we're all pretty much in agreement that, um, you know, those sorts of things are are wildly inappropriate and, and have no place in this um, community because we're, we're not here to, um, you know, just because we are are our performers and that we have a uh i guess a pedestal for for lack of a better term you know like it, it's not our place to use that um to our advantage in any sort of way and to um you know manipulate anybody because of our status like i i i think that's horrible and i think that is really disgusting um so yeah like we yeah it's so it's so like crazy having to like talk about it i know, you know it's something that you would just expect from everybody, uh, you know, like to just not be a shitty person. Um, and that's just not the case. You know, people are shitty. So it sucks. Um, but, you know, we stand by the people who have come out with these allegations. And, Absolutely. You know, we we support them and, and, you know, we believe that this should be a safe place and that and that everybody like like nobody should have to worry that they're going to be preyed upon because they're, you know, vulnerable or they're, you know, w like whatever it is. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's sort of a crazy time in our community, but, um, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, I think it's our job now as, um, as a band who I believe is respectable uh, and who is full of very respectable members. Um, I think it's our job to really be that light in the community, uh, as well as the bands who uh, are also on the same page as we are and who uh, have the same um, mentality and the same, um, I guess, values that we have. You know, there are these shitty bands and that or there's I don't want to say shitty bands. There are shitty people that are yeah. in these bands. And, um, you know, that sucks. But I think it's also sort of. Um, shedding like a light like a negative light on the whole community and i don't think that should be a thing you know like i agree i i think that us who aren't bad people um really need to like just shine now more than ever and and prove that this community is not just a bunch of creepy fucking people you know like yeah we're we're not all like bad like that you know um and so you know, it, it's crazy. It sucks that it comes to like this sort of a thing. But again, like, you know, it's better that they have been outed and that they now know their place and that, um, you know, our community can move forward from this. And I think that it's good because it's good that it's happening now because the future generations of bands, you know, these kids who are experiencing this now, you know, the ones who haven't fully come up yet, these are the future of our music scene you know like they're the future bands that that haven't formed yet they're the future promoters or the future venue owners or or whatever it may be you know like uh or the future managers tool managers whatever and i think it's gonna create um a much more respectable future scene um and a much safer scene in the future um so yeah it sucks, but I'm trying to see the positives in it, you know? I hear you, man, and I appreciate you going into some details. Definitely a situation that, like, has shaken up 
uh, the the community, the music scene, just with a, a lot of different bands, people in bands uh, misusing their they're I, I don't even know what the, I mean they're just human beings you know they're they're just people um so but they're people that are doing really really shitty things they're not these like I get like people love like the rock star vibe and everything but everybody we're all just people treat everybody nicely that's all you got to do that's just please be be kind to one another so I appreciate yeah. the insights and look the music scene it's going through a rough time, but that's when everybody's got to come together. We have got to keep going to shows. We've got to keep supporting the bands that deserve it. I've been saying that on Twitter. Just support the bands that deserve it. You don't you don't even have to buy anything. Just follow them on social media. Share their posts. Share it with somebody else who just really could use a band, a good influence in their life with all the shitty stuff going on. God, it sucks. Yeah. So uh and, and dude, much, much, much respect to movements, knuckle puck. Uh, home safe you all uh I, again i heard this tour was fucking phenomenal i didn't get a chance to see it in person and um you know that's all that matters you guys rocked out so as we're winding down to the end of this very very awesome episode 113 <laughs> um pat actually told you when we weren't recording that d you just are perfect for this like medium of like podcasting radio like you you've given so such great insight and just depth to your answers. I really appreciate you, man. I, I really do. You're made for this. Hey, thank you, man. I, I appreciate you having me on the show. I, uh, I, I enjoy doing stuff like this. If you ever want to co-host sometime in the future, maybe we could talk to a band that you have always liked or looked up to. If you ever want to co-host, you let me know. Hey, dude, that'd be great, actually. Yeah, I'd love that. <laughs> so uh, to finish things off here, I want to talk about something that I, I saw truly about 30 minutes before we started taping this interview. So Movements just got added to the Emo Night Day. It's like a music festival in Los Angeles, California. It's on Sunday, December the 3rd. Now, mm -hmm. you're part of, and that's coming up, that's this Sunday, so we're like six days away. You're part of yep. this live set performance. You guys are actually doing something. You're not like, and it's cool to like do the DJing part too, but you guys are playing from what I understand. And there's others. Mm -hmm. You got like Bert from The Used. Uh, mm -hmm. We got members from Finch. I love Finch. That's going to be sick. <laughs> uh, Craig Owens, Tiger's Jaw, Machine Gun Kelly, Frank Zumo from Sound 41, and a ton of others. Yeah. So you guys are part of this. Uh, you're probably just finding out about this too, but talk to me about it. What's going on? Um, You know, like, it's really crazy. I woke up this morning and had no idea that this festival had even ever even I, I didn't even know it existed neither I did no i idea. neither did i, I until i saw you were on it <laughs> yeah i woke up this morning and like i was just going through twitter and this person was like oh like you know <laughs> movement should play emo night on sunday and i was like what emo night's not on sunday it's on tuesdays like what are, what are they talking about and then emo night had replied to them being like oh they're on tour and then the whoever had tweeted it was like um no like didn't it get canceled and then i and then i tweeted from the movements account i was like hey we're home what's going on like and, then, and i looked into it and i was like oh shit there's like this whole festival like i had no idea this was even happening yeah uh and we're really close with the with the emonite founders um morgan and babs are like some of our closest friends and they love movements um and so um i got a text from morgan he's like dude you want to play on sunday and i was like okay like <laughs> let me let me talk to the guys about it. And so I talked to the guys and everybody was down. So 
yeah, we're playing. It's cool. I'm really excited. I really, really, um, I'm a huge fan of Tiger's Shaw, so I'm really excited yeah. to see them again and, and play with them. And then um, there's a, so there's like this kind of like rap collective called Goth Boy Click that are playing. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's this, there's this dude named Wicca Phase. And yeah. I, I love, 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 love Wicca Phase. So I'm really, really excited to see him. Um, yeah, it's gonna be cool. It, it'll be interesting. I, uh, I, I'm pretty sure it's like it's a celebration for them because it's like, uh, like their anniversary type thing. Um, so that'll be sick. But, oh, it's uh, gonna be a great time. There, there's yeah. such great talent that's gonna be there. It's, it's, it's amazing. And yeah, yeah, we're really excited. And I don't, I just, I love Finch. I have always loved Finch, and so I don't even know if I haven't paid attention to them and in a minute like or maybe even two minutes you know it's been a long time but having like nate from finch there you got again uh bert and justin from the used and now movements now are you guys doing uh, i was trying to figure it out because again i didn't even know about this until i was just like browsing your social media before uh this interview are you guys doing a full band set are you doing something acoustic or it looks like a lot of these are acoustic yeah, some people are doing acoustic sets, but um, yeah, no, Movements is gonna play like a whole a whole full band set. It's, nice. It's gonna, it's gonna be kind of short. Like I think we're playing twenty five minutes worth, just because there's so many bands playing that day. Um, but yeah, I think we're gonna play just like a like a twenty five minute set. Um, at some point, I don't even know what time we play, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, it'll be fun. It'll just be a cool, just kind of chill day. We're just gonna. I mean, we're not going to, like, take it too crazy seriously or anything. Like, it's just going to be a relaxed, fun show. So, yeah. If you're in the L.A. area, December the 3rd, that would be, in my opinion, probably the place to be. Is going to be, uh, where, where is this place? It looks like it's Shrine Expo Hall, right? Yeah, there we go. L.A., uh, Los Angeles, California, 2 to 11. It's going to be a banging time. Go check it out. Now, uh, Pat, before I let you go, it is the holiday season, so... I'm going to ask this with every uh, artist band that I have on the show, just to kind of get the vibe. What are you looking forward to this holiday season? Anything going down? Any family traditions that that you like or maybe don't like to be a part of? Anything that you'd like to share with uh, the listeners? Um, I mean, I don't really do a whole lot, but um, I mean, I go to. I usually end up going to Florida for Christmas with my girlfriend because nice. her family's. From- so we're gonna um we're gonna be going down to the Keys, which is like super super far south Florida. It's like the like the southernmost point of the United States. Um, we're going to the Keys for Christmas, and then I think we're gonna try and go see my parents who live in northern Idaho. Um, I think we're gonna try and get up there at some point too and go snowboarding and um just kind of hang out up there. So um yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see my family that I haven't seen in a while. I am excited to enjoy Christmas on the beach in the nice, sunny, <laughs> sunny like Florida heat. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of it. Sounds good to me, brother. I hope you have safe travels as you're going around. Before I let you go, is there anything else you'd like to add or anything you'd like to say to your fans out there? Um, thank you for listening. Uh, Feel Something is available kind of wherever you get your music. If you haven't picked it up, we'd appreciate it if you did. Um that's yeah that's it thanks thanks so much thanks thank you for having me too once again i want to thank pat from movements for being with me here for episode 113 of spinning thoughts 
Their debut full-length, Feel Something, is available everywhere. It's a phenomenal album. I'm sure many of you listening to this episode have probably listened to that album. If you haven't, it's time that you make it happen. While you're checking out Movements, make sure you're checking us out on Twitter at SpinThoughts. We have a Facebook and an Instagram, all that kind of jazz. You can subscribe to the show for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and really anywhere else. We have premiere episodes every Thursday on Adobe Radio. It's awesome. We love being part of the family. So stay up late with us every Thursday, midnight. That's like 9 p.m. Pacific, if that helps you figure out that really ridiculous time slot but we want you to be there with us so come on in let's hang out let's talk some music our website is thespinningthoughts.com we've got beautiful contributors that are just doing their thing and to let you all know we have a brand new news section on the website where we're gonna be keeping an eye on everything in the music community and as it breaks we're gonna we're gonna write about it so that you can be up to date with everyone else thank you so much for being here i cannot wait for episode 114 until next time everybody make sure you share music spread love Mm -hmm.